All right, we are rolling. Welcome back to the Hunting Roots Podcast, brought to you by OnX. I'm Brody Swisher, and I'm accompanied today by two of my boys, Aiden, my firstborn son, Aiden, and the youngest of the bunch, Rimbo. How you guys doing? I'm doing Good. fun. Hey, we've got a fun little topic we're going to talk about this week. We're taking a break from the turkeys and mountain lions last week. We're going to squeeze one in here, and let's talk about squirrel dogs training our squirrel dog pup. We've had this pup for just over a month now. We're going to talk about our process, the process of training we've taken, and how we've trained this little squirrel dog in about 30 days. A one-month program we've been on to train a squirrel pup. We've got her started. we got her rolling. It's not a finished dog. She's not all pro, ready-to-go stuff. But we're killing squirrels over, and it's a big-time fun. So let's get into the conversation, boys. Let's get it on. All right, fellas, it's good to have y'all back in here. We're going to make this pretty quick because what's coming up tomorrow, Rimbo, and we're headed down the road. we got a lot to do between now and tomorrow morning. What's coming up? We're going to the NWTF show. NWTF show, and guess who's not going again this year? Aiden B is, he has this uh, Winterfest thing yeah, in Gatlinburg. Yeah, going on a church trip. Going on a church trip. Got real spiritual on us. He's going to play the old got a church trip thing. You think there's maybe some girls in there he's going uh, that have got him motivated maybe Definitely. Go, Definitely. go on this trip? I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe he's just, you know, wanting to draw closer to the Lord. I don't know. But usually when I – I remember back when I was in school, I only went on the trips, you know, that had some cute chicks there. You know, if it had the babes, sign me up. <laughs> Uh, if it was like an all-guys thing or whatever, like, hey, it's just us boys on this one, it was a little bit tougher to come by those. I, I thought I might just slip off to the woods, go chase a critter, instead of going hanging out with just the guys. Now, we had some good guys trips, too, but a lot of those little youth trips are motivated by the ladies. I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of them, when the hotties are in, in, in tow, that's when you go. And so, uh, but no, seriously, dude, I'm proud of you. I, you know, this is our... Gosh, we've been going to NWTF show forever before y'all were born, but this is the uh, second year in a row that we've gone, and, and you've stayed, you stayed behind. What was it last year? Was it the same retreat I, last year? Yeah, I don't know. I'm okay. not sure. Yeah, you had a something, maybe in work. You know, you started working now and, and don't get to go as much, but I feel like it might have been the same retreat or something going on last year. You didn't yeah. get to go on this one. I mean, NWTF show, same year, same time every year, and then I'm sure those retreats are same, about the same. Mm-hmm. So they probably just falling on top of each other again, but – uh, I am impressed with your uh, desire to go uh, on this retreat. And what did you say earlier? Why? What made it easier for you to go to this as opposed to NWTF? What was it that, that you realized kind of on timing? Uh, yeah, so, you know, I'm in 11th grade. I got one more year left of school. And uh, once you get out of the youth, which is high school, middle school, you can't come back and do these trips. Yep. And I don't know how long NWTF will continue having this convention. Forever. But, you know, I figure that I'll be able to go to that convention more times right. than I will to this trip. Yeah. So that's kind yeah. of my... That's your philosophy and reasoning behind it. And that's, yeah. that's good, man. Yeah, the NWTF show is always going to be there. Uh, it's gonna it's always going to be there. You know, I mean, there's a lot of money there and... and and who, if, even if they're not, you know, it's not that big a deal. At the end of the day, I know you see on social media, everybody's all fired up for the NWTF show, and it's a big time, and it's a family reunion for the turkey hunting community. And 
it is a big time event. But at the end of the day, man, it's just it's just hunting. You know, it's what we love. It's what we're passionate about. But it's not big picture stuff like what you're getting into. I mean, you're going to a retreat that that you know potentially be a life changing experience and. Oh, you know, it's just, it's good. I mean, what you're doing, it may not be as exciting as the NWTF show, but it's definitely going to be more rewarding, and, and you, you're making a good spiritual decision. The rest of us are just going there to, um, you know, find turkey calls, look at turkey vests, hear hear all the sounds, and just see the seas, smell the smells, you know. I mean, it's just, at the end of the day, it's not anything that's going to be an eternal deal breaker or maker, you know what I'm saying? So, Hats off to you, man. I'm proud for you, but we will miss you. We will miss you once again this year. Me and Remy and Easton will go. We didn't get Easton in here again. He's he's afraid of what we might tell. We start talking about NWTF. You remember last year what happened, Remy? <coughs> Dude puked his guts out, didn't he? I mean, he just straight up puked in the bucket. We got him out of the aisle. If you've never heard that, go back and listen to our, our recap of last year's NWTF show. But he got the name Pukopotamus from our buddy Gary after last year's NWTF show because we were in the middle of the aisle, dude. People everywhere, elbow to elbow, middle of the aisle. And Easton said, Dad, I don't feel good. And I was like, well, good, good deal, man. I, I don't feel great either. Let's keep trucking. He said, no, Dad, I don't feel good. And I looked over at him. Dude was white as a ghost, man. His face was so white. And I'm like, oh, man, he's he feeling a little pale, looking a little pale there. And so he said, I think I'm going to blow. He said, I think I'm going to puke. And I thought, oh, my gosh. I grabbed the back of his neck, and we—I've told the story many times. I know people are tired of hearing it, but I grabbed the back of his neck in a fatherly, gentle way, but anxiously getting him down, you know, moved down the aisle, just kind of grabbing, pulling, pushing him down the aisle by the back of his neck, scrambling, looking for a trash can. I'm just like, Lord, please help me find a trash can. I don't want to be the family with the kid that pukes in the middle of the stinking NWTF show. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be that father, that son. That, that creates content for people to have, pull their cameras out and like, oh, look, a puker right here, and, you know, middle of the show, and here it is, you know, and I didn't want to be that. Oh, did you see that kid, that Swisher kid puked in the middle of the floor and just or, or just blow chunks on everybody? You know what I'm saying? There were so many people around. I've watched you boys do that projectile vomit where it just comes out and just goes spray. And I thought, man, we've got so many people. There's no way he can puke right now without puking on people. And so, man, I'm in panic mode, full-blown panic mode. I'm going side to side, looking in every booth, just looking for one of them little booth baskets, you know, waste baskets in a booth, just looking for somebody's basket to, you know, trash can to grab and let him blow chunks in, nothing. So I'm just in and out of people. Like I said, we were pushing people people out of the way, elbowing grannies, whatever it is, get out of the way, here we come, move it over, finally get him to garbage can at the wall on the end of the aisle, and he just, just laid it out. And it was great. And you know you got people behind just watching and like, are y'all okay? I'm like, no, we're not okay. Dude's puking his guts out. Leave us alone. Give us a minute. Give us a moment. So Easton didn't last long last year. He got, what was it, Remy, about half a day before that happened? Probably. Maybe. maybe. And then we called his mama. We were headed to Florida after that. You remember? we had Yeah, to go we down had a game dinner game after dinner. that. I remember that one. That yeah. one was pretty fun. Yeah, we went down hog-dogging in Florida and speaking at a game dinner. So we were – we were on our way down to, to Florida. We didn't have time to go back and drop him off. So, Mama was gracious enough to come get him in Nashville, and we went on about our business. And uh, So, anyway, that was last year, and that's why Easton doesn't show up much. Uh, he's afraid we're going to get talking about that story again. And Anyway, we're looking forward to that. We're right here once again. Uh, we'll be headed up to NWTF show 
Thursday, probably Friday, Thursday and Friday too, and then on Saturday, man, they can have it. Saturday's crazy, it's busy. Y'all can have that one. I mean, it's just it's it's a good way to get hurt in the miles. People everywhere. You got to throw elbows and just get get right down in the middle of it, and hopefully we'll get all our stuff done Thursday and Friday, and we'll beat that Saturday crowd and be done. Um, so we're gonna see. Definitely be up there tomorrow. So we're looking forward to that again. It's just a great time to catch up. If you've never been to the NWTF show, you got to go and check it out at least one time. Couple pro tips I'll leave with you. Pro father tips. It ties in, pro-father, pro-husband tips. It ties in with Valentine's week, and so sometimes it falls right around on, on Valentine's Day. You've got to you know, make sure you work around that. Uh, it's right there at Opryland Hotel Resort and everything, so you can, you can get you a nice little romantic getaway there. Uh, that's an awesome opportunity, but you just got to be conscious about that. Valentine's, I mean, how they had that land on there, I don't know, but it, it does. So sometimes you get yourself in trouble on that. Uh, but also, another tip for the dads out there pushing the kid in the stroller. I remember, Remy, when you were stroller age, one year or so. I don't know what you were. A year Probably. old, One or two. I don't know. Um, we were rolling up in there, and I took mom. That was one of the first years we took you in there. That's been nine years ago now. And anyway, we're strolling you up the aisles. And again, mom was just, oh, this is so fun. Mom, you know, we're all saying fun. And she's just like, are you kidding me? And you had that, she, you were in the stroller and people all around, like I said, just can't even get up the aisle. She couldn't push the stroller up the aisle. People tripping over you, bumping you. And she's throwing elbows and like, get off my baby, you know? And so it was a mess. And I think she swore never to do that again, at least with the kid in a stroller. So it's not a stroller friendly environment. You know, if you got a baby, put it in one of them little, what do you call them little things? You put it on your your bosom, like you you got them strapped up in a swaddling blanket or whatever, and you hold them like I that. I don't know. It's like you know how you have one of them binocular pack things. A bino harness. Yeah, it's like kind of like one of those things. <laughs> put the baby in a bino harness. I like it. A baby harness. A baby bino. Harness. That's what it was. Yeah, you put a baby. It's, like, it's we, not a bino harness, but it's like kind of like a bino harness. How you put your binoculars in there, but yeah. it's like. Where you put your baby in you there. You put a baby in there. So it's like an oversized bino harness. You strap it on your shoulders. That's what you got to do with your baby. Get an oversized bino harness, some kind of little koozie, swaddling clothes or something, and wrap that sucker up, put it on your your chest or your back or something. But don't roll up in there with the stroller in a baby. and You will get yourself hurt. Your wife will kill you if you try to roll a stroller up in there. So just keep those couple things in mind, and it's pretty good stuff. What does it always smell like in there? Do you, you ever notice that smell, the first smell you ever notice about it? Aiden, you've been there. Yeah. You know, the, the, you want to talk about the peanuts or cinnamon? It's always that cinnamon nuts, yeah, cinnamon like almonds a, or something? Mm-hmm. It's like a almost a candyish, uh, so, yeah. sort of a candyish smell. Candy nuts. Probably because all the candy in the booth. Candy nuts. It's got a booth over there. It's, it's all that candy. It's like cinnamon or brown when, sugar yeah. they got like a food court so yeah what? well there's a food court i'm talking about inside the yeah, show those yeah, all the different booths that are selling the can- candy nuts there's a guy named d i think over there or d's and uh you say what's your name he said d's and you say d's he go d's nuts and so he's over there selling all kind of candy nuts and stuff and that's all, one thing i smell every time is always that i mean there's a bunch of them but it's it's good stuff. i smell food because there's at least um I remember there was these booths that would give, like, soup out, kind of like. Soup. Oh, you're talking about can cooker. Mm-hmm. Old can oh, yeah. cooker. Old Seth from can then, cooker. Yeah, he's got the can cooker going, so he's always got his little 
It, what is it like? Some kind of it's like potatoes, sausage. potato soup. Yeah, or not mm-hmm. potato soup, but it's got yeah potatoes and, and sausage and all the goodies in there, and, and you just oh, get it out there. And, and, and I remember eat this one guy. He had meat on a stick and stuff. Yep, that jerky. Was good. Mm-hmm. I think that's what got Aiden sick that one year. Is the jerky? No, it was a little stick. It was a like a what should we call it? Snack stick. Yeah, I'm I'm on a promise to eat nothing that day except for jerky. Think so? Don't make that promise. You won't be able to keep it. You're gonna have some How are you gonna good get stuff. Jersey? How are you gonna mm-hmm. get it? Jerky. Where are you gonna get it from? There's some freebies At the there. Booths, Aiden. Booths. Yeah, it's there's always a freebie there somewhere. So, anyway, we look forward to seeing you out there again. If you're out there uh, Thursday, Friday, run into us, holler at us, man. We'd love to see you and catch up. It's always good to catch up with friends there and new friends, old friends, whatever. It's gonna be a big time. So, we look forward to that. Um, again, we'll be there Thursday and Friday. For sure, uh, probably heading out. I, I'm pretty positive we won't be there Saturday if I can help it at all. We get in there Thursday. Maybe just stay Thursday, man, if we get it all done. But I do want to see some seminars. There's some great seminars this year. I think this is one of the best years that I've ever seen with some cool, cool stuff. Um, just some cool seminars that they've never done before. And, you know, in the past, there's always how to how to call a turkey into, you know, into, in your gun range. You know, whatever. It's just real basic stuff, how to call a turkey, how to hunt, you know, hinned up turkeys, whatever. It's kind of old basics, you know, tactics and stuff. But now they've gotten some really cool nostalgic seminars and different conferences they're doing. So we're looking forward to that Friday and Saturday, or excuse me, Thursday and Friday, some of those that we want to see. I know Cuz Strickland's going to be in a cool one. Uh, Harold Knight, we had a chance to talk to him the other day. He's going to be a good one. So lots of good stuff there. So anyway, look forward to seeing you out there. Holler if you're at the show. Love to see you. Stop and say hello if you run into us, and we'll do the same when we see you. We're hollering out your name. So, anyway, we'll be doing that. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about this new crazy dog we got. What's the name of it, Rimbo? Cricket. Cricket. Crazy Cricket. We've talked about it a little bit on some previous podcasts. Uh, little Mountain Cur. It's an original Mountain Cur dog breed of this squirrel pup we've got. And the Mountain Cur is cool. We've had Mountain Fice. We've had Mountain Cur. And I like the Cur dog, the Mountain Cur, because they seem to be a really good dog for dual purpose stuff when it comes to coon hunting, squirrel hunting. Uh, the dudes are just stone cold killers, man. They'll, they'll tackle a bear, mountain lion, whatever. They're just a bad little dude for the size they are. They're, they're just, they're dang near bad to the bone, bulletproof, tough, tough dogs. And so we, we kind of get a kick out of them. We've had a few, we've had some crazy encounters, uh, with some of our dogs. We've had a couple dogs and we've just, we've had the awfulest luck with dogs around here from, uh, we had a mountain feist. We tried to have mountain feist a couple times. Uh, we've had several dogs lost. Uh, they get out of the, I mean, we live on this little farm here and it's, it's kind of close to town, but we're not just out of town. And, and they, and I think they get out and they take off. We had one get out and got run over up here. And so it's just, we've had awful luck, but I think we've got one that's a keeper. I think we got one that we're going to stick around mainly because we've had it inside. We're not doing the kennel deal anymore. We've kept it in the house and that's a lot of the benefit there to, ensuring its well-being had it in the house and it's going pretty good so far but i really want to just talk today about this deal because when i started researching this there wasn't just a lot of stuff out there you know how to train a squirrel dog what do you do you know and as i got to talking to people one thing stuck out from the guys that have been doing it the longest friends that i've got we've squirrel hunted with several of our buddies you know remy you know you and aiden both have gone who do we hunt with squirrel hunting who do you always enjoy going with Mr. Danny. Oh, Mr. Danny. Our buddy Danny Barham. He's, we've been going with him for years. And uh, what's his dog's name? 
Uh, he used to have a dog named No Toes, and oh, no toes. every time he would walk, he would limp because he had no toes. Yeah, uh, let's have just, a let's have a moment of silence for No Toes. God be with it. God re- go rest high on that mountain. No Toes. Okay, good. Um, yeah, No Toes went to be with Jesus a couple years ago, right? That was kind of sad. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure it was the second year. Yeah, probably. It hopped along with us. It was one of those kind of retired dogs. I don't know if it was ever good in its day maybe it was maybe it's just one of them little feist i think it's a little feist one of them fat little feist just one of them ugly chubby chubby little feist dog no offense to danny but it was just one of them just one of them classic rat looking little feist maybe it was a mutt i don't know what it was but boy it was a good one and it would hop around and it'd get up there but dooley was his other one and that was the money maker dooley was a good is a good one and that's the one we've hunted with, and, and he put some squirrels in the tree. So we've enjoyed with Mr. Danny. We've hunted with uh, my buddy Dennis Redden up in Kentucky, and uh, Dennis kills a lot of squirrels over dogs, and uh, he's got a good good pup as well. And so we've we've enjoyed hunting with a couple of those guys. Our buddy Trent Earhart down in Louisiana. I've uh, done some hunts down there with him and, and him coming up here, and that dude's got some killer mountain curs and just uh, just some good dogs. And so we've enjoyed that over the years. But I think we finally got a keeper for ourselves, and – this little cricket dog, like I said, we got her. When did we get her? I got her, picked her up in Arkansas at the end of 2022. So, like the last day or two of the month of December. I wrote, I went down there. Y'all were at my, uh, y'all were at your, your grandparents, the in laws up in Indianapolis. Y'all were up there hanging out. I went and get this dog. Kind of was a little bit of a surprise, but not really. Sneak down there and get this pup, pick it up. And, and I ran up there in Indiana to see y'all for New Year's. Surprise y'all with this new little puppy. And we went through a, a barrage of names to try to figure out what we're going to do with this thing. And finally landed on Cricket. Cricket was a name we all seem to be okay with. I hate a two-syllable name. I'd rather have a one-syllable name. Cricket is hard to say. When you try to say Cricket fast, five times real fast, that's hard to say. But it seemed to work. Everybody likes Cricket. We Her nickname is Cricky Ricky the Squirrel Dog. Cricky. Cricky. Cricky Ricky. Cricky, Cricky, the squirrel dog, Chicky, or Cricky, Ricky, Cricky, Ricky, Mickey, the squirrel dog, Chicky. Cricky, Ricky, like the licky. Yeah, she's Cricky, licky, cause she's licking Cricky, everything, Ricky, and Ricky, she's Cricky, Cricky, the squirrel dog, Chicky. So anyway, little female mountain cur, and like I said, man, when we first started this thing, and and in the past, we've got a number of mistakes we've made in the past. A lot of times we've gone out there, and I've been bad about just trapping squirrels and catching squirrels and saying, hey. Here's a squirrel. We hang it up and get her to tree it. And, you know, previous dogs and different stuff. And and then, you know, after you do that, you've you've given her so many squirrels and so many opportunities that you've delivered that. Hey, here's a squirrel for you. Go go put it up the tree. And here's one in the trap and jump around. And in the past, I realized we've done this. And, and my buddy's like, you know, and then we wonder why, why, you know, the dog won't go out and hunt. Why it stays right by us. And, and my buddy said, dude, you, you've trained that dog that you're the one providing the squirrel. She doesn't have to or he doesn't have to go out and look for it. You provide it. That's, that's what the problem is with, with giving them so many freebies. And so on this time around, we didn't do that. We, we introduced them to it, had old squirrel tail, just get that, you know, get that flavor imprinted on them from an you know, early age, let them know what that squirrel tail is about, that smell. Again, trying to get that dog from an early age imprinted on the fact this is squirrel. This is what God created you to do with your life is to chase that smell right there. And then we had some, you know, I think we went to the park was the biggest thing we did this time. We really tried to stay away from the trap. 
We didn't get any squirrels in the trap, I don't think, this time at all. We had a coon in the trap and a possum, but we didn't do squirrels in the trap this time. Uh, but rather, we, we went up to the park. We went to places where we knew there would be squirrels in heavy order. And so that was kind of what we wanted to do. We wanted to get her to lay eyes from an early age, lay eyes on those squirrels. And that's what we did. And I, I remember, you know, three and a half, I think we, I think she's three and a half uh, months. And um, I feel like she's four. Well, she's four. She just turned five months, I think, now. But we got her like at three and a half months uh, or almost four months. I can't remember what it was. But bottom line is we, we got her on and wanted immediately to get her seeing some of these. So basically it was about January 5th when you guys finally got back in. I was looking at it my phone the other day. January 5th is, I think, one of the first runs I made. I took her to some state land, knew some squirrels would be there. And on that time, she saw a squirrel just walking in. We saw a squirrel. She took off to it, chased it up the tree. And, again, this is just like I hadn't had her but a few days. She chases up the tree, and that squirrel, big old squirrel, sitting up there, you know, barking at it, man, just getting after it. It didn't go – it was a perfect scenario. It didn't go up the tree very far at all and just and just giving, giving Cricket the business, man, just hollering at her. And she didn't bark. I'm like, come on, bark at it, you know, whatever. She didn't bark. She just sat there looking up at it, and then she – peed on the ground right there in front of it and then you know i was trying to encourage her and she comes running back to me but she ran a squirrel right up the tree first time out over on that state land so i'm like okay this is this is good this is good she knows again what what she's supposed to do and that same day she chased another one through the woods she saw it up there 70 80 yards took off running chased it up a tree so i felt good that we had a dog that at least has got the drive i've seen some dogs we've come, had come through and they did have the drive i remember one dog we had to pass it on because it sat out there on the back porch, and it saw a squirrel jump across the yard, and it just laid out there fat and sassy on the back deck and watched that squirrel go through the yard and never even batted an eye, just watching that- it go by. That, I mean, that was the one time that we're not going to say which name that was. It might hurt somebody's feelings, but that was one that we knew real quick. This dog just don't give a rip about chasing the squirrel. You know what I'm saying? And you got some of that stuff, you know. Uh, but it just watched him go by, and, you know, watch the squirrels come and go. And I thought, no, that ain't going to work. So when we saw this dog's got the drive, this dog said, hey, you know, we are digging this one. And she's digging it. She knows the game. And so anyway, she did that. So then we, you know, kind of introduced her into the park a few times, took her up to the park where we knew some squirrels were. We wanted to kind of get that chase drive in her uh, or just get it out of her. And because uh, God built him with that, that God built him with that drive to tree, you know, to rent, you know, to chase, to tree. Uh, to bark, to use her nose, eyes, and ears, and she's done all that stuff. You'll watch her. She'll go in there, and she'll have them ears up, and she's listening because she can hear stuff that we can't hear, and, and she'll hear le- you know squirrels and leaves over the hill or whatever. And so uh, that was the next step for us, started taking her to the park. She's running squirrels up the trees and having a big time with that, and, and she'd do that. She'd see them. Uh, at first, she was a little hesitant. Sometimes she'd kind of watch them for a minute and then you'd try to figure it out, and then she'd take off after them once they started moving. Uh, then she just got a little more and more aggressive with that. But she wasn't barking. That's the thing that drove me crazy. She'd chase a squirrel up the tree, but she wouldn't bark. And I thought, man, this ain't going to work. you got to start barking, you know. And we kept checking on it and figuring out what's up. And I had several buddies say, man, you just, it, it'll click. It'll happen. You know, it, it'll it'll click with her, and she'll finally, you know, flip the switch, and, and she'll start doing it. And I think it was one of the times we're out here in the yard. Um, we've been going to the park a little bit. And the same thing with the park. Park is almost the equivalent of, of a squirrel in a trap because, again, you're you're taking her up to a spot where there's squirrels everywhere on the ground, and she sees them. And so we kind of said, okay, she's chasing them. She knows what a squirrel is. A squirrel is. 
She's tasted a squirrel. She's got that in her mouth. She knows what it smells like, tastes like, looks like. She knows to chase them up a tree. We got to quit giving her these freebies at the park. We need her to start hunting because that's one of the things. Like I said, you know, if you keep giving them a freebie, then they don't have any reason to go off and, and hunt for the squirrel because they know, hey, oh, oh, bro, he's the one providing squirrels. I don't have to go look for one. He'll he'll throw a squirrel my way. So we kind of cut off the the park deal. Started here on our property and some others, and, and started running. But Aiden, what, I, I can't remember the story, how it all went down. But you remember the squirrel that got over here out out uh, out in front of our place and got in the tire. Yeah, uh, it seemed like that was the day the switch kind of flipped for her. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we shot it. Did I shoot or you shoot? No, it? I I shot. So what happened was the squirrel was in our front yard, and we went after it, and it started timber out, and it got up in one tree. I had the shot, and I shot, and I don't know if I just skimmed it or what, but I didn't hit it good enough to kill it, Yeah, and it started coming down the tree, and it ran into these tires, that's tires right. in the ground. Yeah, 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 that's right. And so we're digging at it, trying to get it out, and eventually we get a chain, and we hook it up to the to the car Yeah, start pulling it out. Well, but you, yeah, you blew right past the fact that she, she had – She'd seen this squirrel go up the tree, but then it started timbering out, and she just kind of went nuts, and she's just running off, running all over the place. And so we're hollering, trying to get her back. I think she saw another squirrel, so she takes off after that. We're trying to get back because, like you said, you shot, knocked the squirrel out of the tree, and it'd be great if she'd been there to, to jump on it. But the squirrel's, you know, is just doing its thing. It's juking and jiving, and Groves gets in this old tire. There's a couple old tires that are about half in the mud. She gets in those tires. The squirrel gets in the tires. We get the dog back over, and then she smells where that squirrel went in that tire. Mm-hmm. And you just got to, in, in your mind, just envision this being a just a big hole in the ground, and it's down in this tire where, you you know, most of the tire's under the dirt, but there's just enough tire sticking up that it got in there, and now it's essentially a tunnel or whatever, cave down in there. That squirrel gets in there, and Cricket comes over and smells it, and then she goes nuts. She gets her head down in there. She's scratching and pulling and, you know, whining and barking, and, and she's getting fired up. And she does bark a few times. She'd bark at it and whine at it. and So that's what we wanted. We wanted her smelling that squirrel, getting aggressive, getting after it. And, man, she just kind of turned it on right there. She knew it was there. I knew She knew it was fresh. I'm sure she heard that little squirrel down there whining. And it turned her on that day, and she's just in there. Like I said, she's trying to dig into that tire. And we, we hacked and whacked at that tire for a little bit, and it was buried up in there. We knew we weren't going to be able to yank it out by hand. So I go get a chain, hook it up to the Suburban, and we hook that chain to the tire, and we just pop that tire out of the dirt. And she's digging still, and also we pull that tire right back up and pop that tire out of the dirt. As soon as that tire pops out, here comes a squirrel pops out as well, just dives straight out toward the truck. So then we're all scrambling, crack it, get him, crack it. You know, it's everybody's hollering, trying to get the dog on the squirrel. Squirrel goes up the tree. We pop it out, and there she is. She's got her squirrel that day, and we don't count that as a, as her first squirrel because that was early on and it wasn't she didn't tree it and she just it was it was a cluster, but I think that's kind of when things flipped for her because she was smelling it she had a live squirrel in there she knew it, uh, she got to taste it and she saw it come out of the tree and just you know just different aspects of it that kind of got her going. I think it was the very next day uh, from that day that same deal out here on the property and we see a squirrel go up the tree and she saw that. And she saw it bail out of the tree. We're getting ready to shoot it out of one tree, and, and she saw it bail to the next tree, and she barked on it. And that was the first time she barked. And so we were finally like, thank you, Lord, our dog is actually will bark at his squirrel in the tree. And she did. She barked at it, and it was timbering out, and she kind of followed it along a little bit. I think 
I think we let that one, that one got off, um, got away from us, but she barked. And so it was cool. And next day comes and we take her up and she barks on a tree first time out in the woods, you know, off deep. And she, she barked on a tree and it was a den tree and she was lit up on that thing and just hammering away at it. And she was fired up. And I thought, okay, this is the first time the dog has been in the woods, smelled something. And she popped off that day. She popped off on several, I think three or four den trees, uh, nests and different things. And so we were like, okay, we, we got something here. We, we, she's starting to figure it out. And I knew now she smells that squirrel's gone up last 30 minutes, hour, whatever it was. And she's barking. So then I said, let's do one more trip over to the, I, my hunch was she's got it figured out. Now my hunch was that she's, that she's flipped a switch and she's ready. She's barking. She's got it. So I said, let's go back to the park. I want to take her over to the park one more time and just see if she'll see these squirrels that she's been chasing up the tree. If she'll chase them up the tree now and bark on the tree. And sure enough, man, the first squirrel she come to, she chased it up the tree and started opening it up. She got up on the tree, stood up, stretched up on the tree, and, and started barking treed. And so that was cool. And she treed a couple like that that day and, and hollered at him. But then she had a blind uh, tree that, that she didn't see the squirrel up there. We didn't see it up there first. And she got around that tree, got real squirrely, farted, started up that tree and gets on the tree, opens up and starts barking. And was that me and you that day, Remy? Right out there at the playground I, by the I park? I think so. Yeah, well, so we're up there, and she opens up, starts barking tree. And sure enough, we look up there, and there's a squirrel you know, sneaking up the side of that tree. She never even saw it, but she she opened up on it just from scent. And so that confirmed the deal. That we're like, okay, we got her. We're She's good now. We're ready to go. We're done with the park. Hadn't been back to the park since, and uh, and we started hunting her. And uh, that week, we started hunting her. And the bottom line for us really was, you know, there's no magic to this thing. Everybody's like, how do you how do you get a, a dog tree, and how do you get a, a squirrel dog started? And, you know, again, you can give them all the freebies you want. You can put them in the trap, and you can have all the squirrel tails and all the dead squirrels. And those are great to get them, again, get them that taste, get them the flavor so they know what they're doing, looking for but then really just allowing those instincts, God-given instincts to come out. And the bottom line for that, there's no quick fix for that. It's it's putting boots on the ground. And that's what everybody would always tell us, and that's what we always saw from friends and different things over the years. It's just getting out there. So we committed with this dog, this cricket pup, we committed to going every day. Say, hey, she needs to be in the woods every day. Do a walk about the property every day somewhere. Take her somewhere. Hunt her up here. Uh, every day we're going to be in the woods with her. And so that's what we've done. And – it's paid off again, uh, in, in really short matter. It, it's paid off just a month's time. And, uh, it was just a couple weekends ago. I know, you know, like I said, we've been out there. She's been treeing some you know, den trees, barking on them. We're like, all right, you know, in the hole, it, it ain't one there. And we just been waiting for that day when she'd bark treed. And then we look up there and there's a squirrel sitting up there. And sure enough, I'm over on the youth duck hunt, me and you, Remy and Easton over on the duck hunt, real foot. And Aiden sends me a text before church that morning. Sends me a text and says, Cricket just got her first squirrel. And I thought, man, I thought, he's he's full of crap. He probably took her to the park. He probably took her to the park and she barked treat or something. You know, whatever. I thought, she ain't got her first squirrel. Maybe she treated her first squirrel, whatever. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he, he sends me another text, and, and I can't remember what it said. Let me look and see here. Um, I'm going to find it because it was good stuff. He's giving me the story. He's he's giving me the business on this thing, and let's see what he said. Cricket, Cricket got a first real squirrel today. That's what he sends. Scrin- sends me the text. Man, I've been going every day with this stinking dog. Aiden's been going his fair share. Remy, you've been going your fair share too. But 
I've been out there the most waiting and praying for this opportunity when this dog finally trees and, you know, gets it on. And Aiden sends me this text. The one day I leave home, Aiden sends a text that says, Cricket got her first real squirrel today. And I'm like, what? And he said, Cricket treed a squirrel that had a nest on it. So she finally trees. She's got a nest up there and just the, the deal. That's kind of what we've been doing. But Aiden, you know, he's got the this dog just lit up, you know. She's treed. There's a nest up there. She's fired. She cranked up that day, wasn't she? Yeah, she did. She knew, she knew it was hot, right? Yeah. And that's the thing. A lot of these den trees, I mean, you, you just never know. I mean, there's a lot of den trees that are holes in them, and there's not a lot you can do. We'll beat on them, smack them with the stick, grab that vine, shake them. But you had a big old nest up there, and she's lit up hot. So Aiden goes up there, scratches them down, scratches that nest out a little bit, do a little tickle-tickle on the nest, right? What would you do, Aiden? I shot at the nest twice, and out comes a squirrel, jumped out, dead. Hits the Bails ground. out. Cricket takes off with her, and it's game on. Great. So, here again, some people, you know, we, we've not shot, you know, nest. We we try not to do that. Remy's always wanting to shoot a nest, right? You're like, let me shoot a nest, and let me pop one out of that nest. Let's get them scratched out. Um. We we haven't done that. I've not let the boys do that a lot around here, just because I mean this is this is our home, this is our property, our farm, and we don't want to. In my mind, I, I, we we want those squirrels around here. You know, those are training tools. Those are those are squirrels we're gonna hunt and have big times. So I don't want to be beating up their roost up there. You know what I'm saying? And so uh, we haven't done much of that. But Aiden gets up there and scratches one out of this one. S- sucker comes out. What was it, Aiden? No, that was a big surprise. Big fox squirrel. Big old fox squirrel laid up there, and so there she is. She's treed. She didn't see this squirrel go up the tree. She did a blind tree, you know, on a blind tree. She gets up there and smells it, and she smells the sucker. Confident in it, barking her head off. Aiden scratches one out, and here we go. Got her first fox squirrel on the ground in her mouth. And I love the video. Because, again, I'm still not believing it. He's sending me this stuff. I'm like, man, you're full of it. You, she ain't got a squirrel treat, and y'all didn't kill one, and all this stuff. And as much as Aiden hates for me to share this, I'm going to share this. This is the kind of excitement. This will tell you the excitement level of where we've been and, and how excited and how much we've been looking forward to that first squirrel killed over her. And this is it right here. Let me let me, let me me play the audio snippet right here. Listen to this. This is Aiden moments after Cricket's first squirrel comes to the ground. Oh, my gosh. Get that squirrel. Get it, girl. Good girl. Good girl. Whoa. Cricket's first squirrel. Let's go. Good girl. Good girl. Come here. Come here. Come here. Good girl. Hey, good girl. Good girl, good girl, hey, good girl, good girl, great good girl, that's a good girl. Give, give, no. All right, so I love it. That's it's tough to listen to, isn't it, Aiden? Yeah, you're tough. hating it. <laughs> I love it. Here's the deal: don't don't feel bad because we all do that same same deal. It ain't any different than when you have babies. You know, when you start having babies, when y'all are all little, we do all kind of little. Hey, baby, give me a baby. You make all kind of stupid sounds and talk different and stupid sounding. Your voice is crazy and crap, and so you got that mixed with your high school man, man boy voice, and and so it's just, it's awesome. But I love your excitement. When I saw that, I was so fired up because one, she had finally done it, but two, you were excited, and I could tell you, you you were just celebrating with that moment. You know, our first finished product, and that was so cool. We've been looking forward to it, and it finally happened. It was good stuff, and so that set things off. But man, as I got looking back, that was one month to the first time that I took her out, you know, and the first time she treed and, and chased a squirrel up, you know, her first kind of her first train, real training run 
in the woods. And so it's been a month from kind of where we started with her, taking her to the woods, and she was just eating turds. You know, she went from turd eater to tree and a squirrel, uh, you know, killing a squirrel over treed in a month's time. And so that's been a cool thing for us. And uh, we're going to, you know, we're going to do a video, I think, just to kind of show the journey and this last month and just, you know, kind of how we did it, what we did. And there, like I said, there wasn't a lot to it. There's not a lot to show how we did it. Bottom line for us is just getting her out there, getting her in the woods, taking her and letting her run. A lot of times she'd stand around us. Like I said, a lot of times she might be out there just eating deer turds. And we're like, get frustrated. She's standing around like, come on, you little turd eater, get to hunting. But then when she got squirrely, she'd smell some stuff when the wind was right. Squirrels on the ground, you know, fresh area. She'd take off and do her thing. And so it's been kind of cool. But the bottom line for us, man, again, is just getting out there every day. You want to train a squirrel dog? There's no magic to it. There's no uh, pro tips about it. It's just getting out there every day. You got a dog that God built and designed to chase squirrels up a tree and to bark. If you got you a feist or a mountain cur, that's what God made them to do. And you just got to get them out there and help them tap into that. It's inside of them. You just got to get out there and, and let them turn that loose and develop that and figure that out. And that takes every day. And so we've been out there. I don't know if we've missed a day. We've been out there every day a little bit. Um, you know, that's not hunting hard. and That's not hunting and being out there. It's just making the rounds. It's checking traps on the property and, and taking the dog with us. It's just making sure every day she's got a chance to run out there, use her nose, her eyes, and her ears, and try to figure it out. And it started paying off. So we killed that first fox squirrel. Next day goes on. Oh, who was it? I think next day, Remy, was me and you. You went out, and you were like, hey, I want in on this stuff. And Remy and I went out uh, next day and killed one, got a old gray squirrel. And uh, was that the next day or a couple of days later? Next day been, may have been mine. I think next day I went out by myself. Yeah, I went out by myself very next day. Uh, same deal. Uh, squirrel up the tree. She was barking the tree next to it, but it timbered out, and I shot it out and, and right there over top of her. Uh, then me and you went out, Remy. You were like, yeah. you were like, I got to get in on this. You were uh, fired up, and so we went to some so, friends' place and got in on their little farm. And and it's a place we always see squirrels in deer season. And what happened on that one? That was I'm trying to think what that was the. Uh, oh, that was once you ran up on it, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So we coming up there. Not it might have been five minutes. We uh, we're just still walking up the driveway. No, you're thinking that's one from the other day. I'm talking about the one before that. Oh. Where, your first one that we got in on where we're just going through the woods and she perked up. She'd been hunting pretty good through the woods, but she perked up and she took off running, just bounding through the woods, high jumping. I knew she'd seen something. Squirrel pops up in the tree. Same deal. She rah, rah, rah. She starts treeing on that little squirrel and it's up there jumping around trying to figure out how to get up to higher one. I popped oh, yeah. that one. And that was, yeah, I popped that one. Uh, again, uh, I think the first shot, yeah, first shot, it was on the run. That sucker was trying to get out of there. And that's the thing about these squirrels, man. They, we love hunting with the 22, but you better have a, you better have that shotgun in tow as well. Because when that first shot, if you ain't getting them on that first shot, they're scrambling, timbering out, trying to get gone to that hole, get back to the nest or den. And that's what that one did. First shot, no go. Second shot, wrapped it up and hit the ground. So we've had just boom, 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 a handful of squirrels here in this last week or so, and um, just a big time. And then you're talking about, Remy, the old fox squirrel, your squirrel. Talk to me about that one there. So we're coming up uh, the driveway. Uh, old to, farm road. Mm-hmm, to yeah. our farm road, maybe five minutes, I don't know. Yeah. And she starts popping off in the woods and we're just thinking, oh, she's just playing around. Like, she, be, she, normally, sometimes she will just 
be having like a false alarm. Yeah. Because I remember once we were like, nope, there ain't nothing in that tree because the tree was really skinny. Yeah, a little old tree. Mm-hmm. And so we go over there and we're like, and, we're like, and I, you say, check around the tree to see if there's one behind it. And I'm like, nothing in this tree. Then I'm like, oh, there's a fox girl in this one. Yeah. Yeah. They were. It was dumb though. It was just laying there. We love fox squirrels because they do. They'll just sit up there and chill. They'll sit up there and bark at that old raspy barking, and and they're not the brightest of the squirrels in the woods. And so those are kind of a treat. And when they come out, man, it's like a dang cat falling out of the tree. They're huge, and they hit the ground just a thud, and it's just such a cool, cool deal. But yeah, we were on the way in that day. We were walking down the old farm road, walking in. And like you said, she just took off over there. We're getting ready to head into the woods to the left. She takes off to the right and runs over there and gets squirrely in a little corner, real thin woods right on the edge of the pasture and got squirrely, checking that tree out, checking it out. She spent several minutes over there. And I was really, I think I just called her back, said, hey, come on, or whistled at her or something. And about that time, man, she pops off, starts barking tree. And I thought, well, that gum, man, she's got a little no-show over here, I'm sure, a little false alarm, whatever, you know, whatever she's got. We walk over there, and I'm like, look up. You're like, I don't see anything. And I see, man, you walk around the other side of that tree, and that's what, you know, you always got to check the other side of the tree. Those squirrels know you're coming. They'll circle around the back side of that tree, from the, hide from the dog or hide from you walking up. They'll just shimmy around that tree. And you walked around, like you said, the back side of that tree. You know, There's a fox squirrel over here. And, man, that was so fun. And we're going to share that little video. Like I said, we'll do a, we'll do a little uh, training video, just kind of sharing our process. Again, we're – we're not here to say, hey, here's how to train a dog. It's all new to us. We're learning it. We've had a handful of these squirrel dogs and, and hunted with a bunch of friends and stuff over the years, but we're not anybody to be offering a, you know, pro tips on how to train a dog. That's not us, but we want to share our story as far as how we've done it over this last, you know, 30 days, how we trained our pup in 30 days and got a tree. And, again, it's not a – this ain't no finished dog. It's sitting some dog that you're going to – uh, go and, and just blow it up in the woods, but this is a started dog. It's a started pup, and we're, we're killing squirrels over it and having a big time, and, man, it's just a lot of fun. It's a game changer for the game. You know what I'm saying? It's a game changer for the way we do stuff. It's a game changer in the excitement level of things. Again, I love shooting squirrel sniper style early season 22 out of the hickory trees. But late season when things are tough and you can't find them, it's been really cool to have this dog that found squirrels that we walked right by or, or found squirrels that, um, you know, we didn't know where in the world, and she picks them out, and that's what's cool about it. That's what God made them to do, and that's what she's figuring out. So our little cricket dog's coming along. It's been a lot of fun. Like I said, we're going to share a couple hunts. Remy's recent fox. Uh, that was your first fox squirrel, wasn't it, Remy? Yes, sir. First fox squirrel. We'll share some of that stuff. It's going to be a good time. and Lots of fun with this. If you've never done it before, man, you need to get out there and – we call it the Squirrel Revival. We've talked about it, written a few articles recently on just this new revival that's taken place in the squirrel woods in recent years, and people just realizing how good it is. It's a lot of fun. It's how we started. It's how I started uh, with my dad many, many years ago. It's how uh, these boys have all started. You know, squirrel hunting was kind of the first thing you guys did, and so it's just a big, big time. People are missing out on the fun, the sheer excitement. Live targets, throw a dog in the mix, man, it's the best of everything. And so good stuff. A lot of fun, and uh, we look forward to sharing more with you on the journey with our little cricket dog. Good stuff with her. Boys, we're going to wrap it up. It's time to get out of here. You got work to do. I got to work to do. We got to get ready to head out to Nashville. Again, next couple of days we'll be there covering the show, grabbing content for bowhunting.com and, and just our other pieces that we work for and write for, telling what's new in the world of turkey hunting gear. So hopefully this next week we'll have an update and some reports to bring you on 
what's shaking, what's new in the world of turkey and turkey hunting and turkey decoys and calls and everything out there, all the latest stuff in the turkey hunting world. We'll probably be talking about that this next week. Aiden, what do you miss most about the show that you, looking back over the years, some of the things you enjoyed most about the NWCF show? I miss just like walking up to a booth and this guy's showing off what the call he's got, the different calls. Yeah. And I like uh, different slate calls, different mouth calls, and all the different calls. And people go up there and they'll showcase them to you. And that's yeah. probably my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. They've got they've got so much stuff, and and it's it's really an art to it. You know, I mean, it, it, it's art. These guys building these calls and. You know, you you can make a mouth call. We make our own mouth calls and stuff. We've got the stuff to do that. But when you start talking about wood and box calls and all these different scratch calls the guys got, like you said, it is so cool to see a guy that usually it's some old redneck dude, just old country boy, hillbilly, whatever he is. You can just tell he's been around for a long time and he's been doing it a long time. And he'll smile at you when you walk up and he'll hit a lick on that call as you walk by and he he calls you in literally. You go in there and you can't help but go look and see what he's got, what he's scratching on, and it's pretty cool stuff. So, Remy and I and Eason will be headed over, and I'm always looking forward to seeing what's new, what's up there, what's uh, something that somebody came out with. You know, it's always some crazy something that somebody comes out with as a new product. You're like, gosh dang, why did I not think about that? That's crazy. It's cool. That will work. So, that's one of the fun parts about it. But, again, just catching up with people. So, we look forward to seeing you guys there at the show next couple days. Hey, y'all do us a favor, if you will. Go check out the huntingroots.com website. Check out the merch we've got there. Caps, T-shirts, and hoodies. Buy something. Help us out. Spread the word. All those proceeds go back to the programs, the camps, the ministry we do. Hunting in the outdoors is our platform for sharing the good news of the Jesus Christ. And that's what it's all about, helping people realize the creation is all pointing towards the creator. That's what we want to do with this. So go check that out. You can also find us on social media. The social medias. Being, what are they, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube? Snapchat. Snapchat. No, I don't think we've done Snapchat just yet. I don't well, think we mess with that. Pe- people find a lot of stuff off of Snapchat. Well, Snapchat, That's yes. What I'm trying to say. Yeah, people snap and doing all that stuff. Uh, we do have a TikTok that I've not messed with in a while. There is a Hunting Roots TikTok. So, I mean, you can go and check out some of those videos as well. you find a few there. Also, if you will, man, hey, do us a favor and go leave us a rating, write us a review. Uh, again, just helping us spread the word of this podcast, getting it out there, share it with your friends, your family, and man, bring them back this next week. Tell the story, spread the word, shoot straight. God bless. (music) 